things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta get doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology. Yo, grace and peace, guys. Welcome to another episode of All Things Theology. I am your host, K-Dub, and today we have quite an interesting videos to discuss and review. You guys know how to do. I try to provide a, a helpful review for you so that you would, it would help you grow in your theology, right? Um, but before we get to that, I just want to thank you guys for listening on. If you're listening from the podcast apps, uh, thank you. Please continue to do so. Please continue to share it out. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please continue watching. Uh, leave a comment, like this video, subscribe if you're not. Um, it just helps with the videos going out. And um, I hope that it, this uh, material is a blessing to you so that you would want other people to hear it and, you know, other people grow in their theology. And so other people to hear what this content is producing. So thank you guys for watching and listening. But without further ado, let's get into the topic. If you've been watching uh, this channel for a couple weeks at least, uh, you've been seeing that I've been responding to Abraham Piper. Abraham Piper has recently got famous for um, making videos kind of responding to what he believes is fundamentalism, uh, Christianity, and evangelical Christianity. Um, Abraham Piper is an apostate. He once professed the faith and then denies it. And um, from my understanding, he did that twice. Um, but New York Times actually published an article about him, um, kind of just expressing the popularity and the TikTok videos and all that. I don't have a TikTok. That's not my thing. Hey, if that's your thing, cool, awesome. You know, that's that's you, whatever. <laughs> um, but actually, uh, you know, from people who've been in Christian circles for a while, you, you might know Abraham Piper. The name might even sound familiar. It's, yeah, that is John Piper's son. And so I've ex I've uh, expressed my thoughts on that whole situation um, before. I'm not going to go around doing it again. I know many people have differing thoughts and, you know, that's that's their persuasion. But um, but yeah, let's let's just get into it. Let's let's just see what he has for us this time. You just knocked a glass of wine off a table at a friend's house. There's nothing more comforting in that moment than to find out it doesn't matter. For them to say, no big deal. It can still matter to you, which is why you're bustling around cleaning up glass and dabbing the red wine with white wine, life hack alert, but it doesn't really matter. Now, strangely, it can actually feel gratifying to solve this problem you caused. But if your friend was pissed or sad about the broken glass or the spilled wine, it would still matter, but in a stressful way. It's the exact same way with life. The universe... So, if you're kind of confused... <laughs> Uh, he, he's offering this, uh, we're going to get into it more. I'm not going to call it what it is now, but cause you will see, but he's saying nothing really matters. You know, he tries to give this analogy of spilling wine on the water, on, on, um, the floor. It doesn't really matter, but it kind of matters if it matters to you. Cause you're the one cleaning up. So I guess it matters, but it really doesn't matter. It's just stressful matter. It's, it's kind of confusing if you're following along. Um, I'll tell you what, if you spill juice or wine or, or whatever on my floor it's going to matter and guess what you're also going to be cleaning it up <laughs> you know uh you, you don't get to tell the person i mean I, I would love to see him go to someone's house actually say something like this I, I i doubt he would even say this i mean he believes it but he won't i, I doubt he lives like what he's saying right now he you know imagine just sipping the wine just oh man that's some great 
great sangria, you know. <laughs> some, there's some great wine here. And oh, oh man, man, I spilt it up. Huh? Hey, dude, what you do? What you do to my floor? Hey, man, chill. Doesn't even matter in in the Indian. You're just stressing yourself out. <laughs> Guess what? You probably won't get an invite back because you're a jerk, you know. Um, and I and I would say rightfully so. Yeah, whoever did invite you back probably will be justified. But yeah, he, he, I, I doubt he lives like this, you know. But let's continue. Is our host, and they've said no big deal. But look what it says: the universe is our host, and they've said. No big deal about everything. First of all, he's assuming the universe is the one determining what matters. You know, <laughs> ah, no big deal. Who's this universe? See, once you've rejected God, you don't stop becoming religious. Look how religious this statement is. He's ascribing some kind of power, some <laughs> sovereign over humanity. And, and, and in his world, the, the universe, whatever that is, because um, the universe doesn't speak. <laughs> the universe is. You know, the stars don't speak to you. Uh, whatever you want to describe the universe is kind of this. Like I said, you don't stop becoming religious once people become apostate, once they reject the Christian faith. But in his world, the gods <laughs> have said nothing matters. Yeah. Do what you want about everything. Every, every, notice this statement. They've said no big deal about everything. Everything, Abraham? If nothing matters, why should we care about injustices? Should we care about rape? Should we care about those kind of injustices? Did they say no big deal about that? Murder? Ah, no big deal. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> About everything. I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to hold you to it. About everything. Our ultimate host is not pissed or sad. They just don't care. And who is this ultimate host? Who, uh, how do we even know this? How do we know the ultimate host? Let me step into your worldview. How does the, we know the ultimate host isn't pissed, is it sad, or, or doesn't care? How, how did you come to this revelation? Nothing really matters. And if nothing really matters, why'd you make a video trying to explain or even convince or expressing nothing really matters? Because guess what? This video doesn't matter in your worldview. So it's really self-contradictory to even mess, make a video very passionately in the cold. And, uh, you know, I believe it's in a, somewhere in Minnesota, I believe, um, expressing to your thousands of followers on TikTok, nothing really matters. Guess what? This video doesn't matter in your worldview. And people watching the video doesn't really matter in your worldview, which is really just a contradictory. <laughs> it's a self-refuting, you know, statement. To say nothing matters. Because guess what? The statement doesn't matter. What gives us the freedom to feel our own meaning. Guess what? Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But it doesn't matter. Who cares about your freedom? Not the universe or the host and, you know, whatever that means. Who cares about your freedom to feel your own meaning? Guess what? Because even once you find it and you feel free to do it, it doesn't matter. In your worldview, that is. And guess what? The universe has said no big deal to everything. Like I said, this is a load of, of self-contradiction. And I know that Abraham prides himself on 
I'm being very philosophical, but it's a philosophical mess. Feel it with ease instead of a sense of fear or guilt. But it doesn't matter. This, my friends, is the motherfucking gospel. You like good news? The universe doesn't... I, sorry, I, I, I tried to... I, I, I told myself for this video to warn my listeners because I know that um, kids do listen to the show. And I want to say I'm sorry for not warning people. But there you go. And there probably, I think there will be another use of foul language in this. So please do forgive me for my listeners. But, but notice what he says. This is the gospel. The good news. What does he describe as the good news is? Nothing matters. Wow. <laughs> Wow. The shit. On the flip side, if there were ultimate meaning in the universe, life would be completely pointless. And his next video is going to, he's going to go more into that point. And I'm going to show you how he contradicts himself. That's for another video. Come along if you want to. In the meantime, take a deep breath. Nothing matters, so anything can. Wait. Nothing matters, so anything can? If nothing matters, then nothing matters. It's not nothing matters, so everything has meaning. No, <laughs> that's a self-contradiction. That is contradictory, Abraham. Let's get into his next point, because now he's going to address the, the point about... Um, hold on, let's, let's, let's just let him play. If the universe had a meaning, your life would be pointless. Three reasons. All right, so if the universe actually has a meaning, your life would be pointless and meaningless. You, you, you're following along. Right. Here's why. Here are the reasons why. If the universe has a meaning, your life would be meaningless or pointless, as he says. One, being aware of an ultimate meaning would be a fucking spoiler. We'd know the whole. So if you know the point. Of of the meaning of the world. Then it would be a spoiler. Life would be like watching a game you recorded to watch later, but then you accidentally found out who won. Pointless. Okay, so if there, if there are meaning, a meaning that you can know, then it's pointless. So if I find out that it's meaningful to live, then it's pointless to live, right? According to um, Abraham's worldview. It's, that, that's an absurd statement. Just because just you found out an answer... To something doesn't make it meaningless. I, I I don't see how that's supposed to drive home the point that life is meaningless. If there's a known ultimate meaning, then we all have a moral obligation to make our life about that thing. Okay, let's say the ultimate meaning is to treat people fair. Let let you know. Obviously, I would uh, I'll get into my view in a second. But he's saying if because there are many there are many like atheists who would say, well, the point of life and morality is to do kind to others, which is actually borrowed from the Christian worldview. But, <laughs> you know, they would say things like, you know, we are to treat others kind. He's Abraham was saying to find out the ultimate meaning to life. Now is to have a moral obligation to do that thing, which which I kind of agree with because now he's saying, well, because it doesn't sound like he believes in objective truth and things like that, morals and meaning. 
um, because he's saying now now we have this obligation to do it, which exactly which exactly is the Christian Christian position. <laughs> you know, we know ultimate meaning. Yes, and there is an obligation of all men. But listen to this: where religions come from, it is the one meaning of the universe after all. And if we and well, so there is this one meaning in the Christian umbrella, right? To give glory to God, and then there are subcategories, right? There's subcategories under this one meaning, I would argue. And so, I don't know if he's just saying, well, if there's one meaning, like, that's it. That's all there is. So I, I don't know. I must do one thing. We're tools. Cop. All right, Abraham. You must not murder innocent people. All right. That makes you a tool. That means life is meaningless, right? Because the opposite of, of death, right, is life. So, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know how you live like this. I don't know how you live in this contradictory life. And, and notice what he said in the first video. Nothing matters, right? I, I, I want to drive this point home very clear for people listening. Abraham's piper is that there is nothing that matters. So this argument about him saying, well, if life actually had a point, it wouldn't matter. One, it doesn't matter from his worldview. Two, how is that any kind of driving home argument when that's your position anyway? You already believe nothing matters. So I was watching this by myself, just watching. I was just like, how is this supposed to be a strong argument to convince people or to, to tell people, wow, yeah, that would be true. Because... Let's say he's even correct on his position. Like, if we were to find out life matters, then it wouldn't matter. That's that's already his starting point anyway. So, so one thing Abraham Piper is doing is he's com he's already conflating his own argument into the position that he's rejecting. Pawns. Pick your metaphor, and what does that make life pointless? Three. Which is your position? There's an ultimate meaning. Nothing else matters in comparison. Who gives a shit about your little family, for instance? It's nothing compared to the universe's mega meaning. Some people actually believe this, and it makes them nut jobs. But that's a different topic. But but Abraham, that is your position. Your position is that nothing matters. I mean, do I have to play the video again? And again, even if you were correct about um, your assertion that if something matters, then or if there's this ultimate meaning, then everything else is, is meaningless, which I reject wholeheartedly because of what I said. There are subcategories and meanings. Because the glory of God matters, that means my family matters. That means my life matters. But that's another point for another video. <laughs> but to assert your position in there, if, you know, um, if there is ultimate meaning, then that makes all of life meaningless. Abraham, again, my friend, that's your position. So how does that, how is that any meaningful part in the pun? Meaning negates the value of everything else that matters to you, making life, you guessed it, pointless. Which is your position, which is, is not a refutation. It's just an, another assertion of your position. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Summary, ultimate meaning would cause personal meaninglessness. Which, even if you are right about that assertion, again, that's your position. You already, that's already where you're at. Nothing matters. And if you say something does matter, 
or you say may you may want to say there's this cosmic don't matter but personal matterness how did you arrive to that conclusion ultimate meaninglessness allows personal meaning but just because ultimate meaningless allows personal meaning how in a matterless universe a matterless world that's very strange ultimate meaning would suck doesn't mean it's not real lots of things are real and suck fortunately it's also logically impossible but i'm out of time so that's for another video it's logically impossible that assumes a lot that assumes that there is a rationale that all men are to be uh to to think sorry let me rephrase that that assumes that there is a logical rationale that all men are obligated to be thinking about which you already object to in this video so talk about logical impossibilities <laughs> um let me say this before i play his next statements his next video what abraham piper is um espousing in this video is nihilism let me explain nihilism to some people who have maybe not be familiar with nihilism um and there are there are different forms of nihilism and i'll go over that here in a little bit um, i am reading this about all about philosophy.org i thought this was worded greatly but nihilism derives its name from latin root nihil nihil something like that meaning nothing that which does not exist um the same root word is found in the verb annihilate right to bring to nothing to destroy completely nihilism is a belief which labels all values as worthless therefore nothing can be known or communicated associates itself with extreme pessimism and a radical skepticism uh, the german philosopher friedrich nietzsche he lived from 1844 to 1900 is often most associated with nihilism um, he writes every belief every considering Every considering something true is necessarily false because there is no, because there is simply no true world. I find it funny he didn't believe that statement was false. But anyways, um, for Nietzsche, there is no objective order or structure in the world except what we give it. So he was saying that there's no objective truth, only things we, uh, I guess, kind of arbitrarily uh, give meaning to. Uh, there is no, um, you know, meaning in itself, innate meaning. Um, the objective of nihilism manifests itself in several perspectives or like I said there are several forms of nihilism you have epistemological nihilism which means denying the possibility of knowledge and truth and is linked to extreme skepticism um, you have political nihilism where it advocates the prior destruction of all uh, existing political social and religious orders as prerequisite for any future improvement and let me say this while I'm bringing up different forms of nihilism a lot of nihilism kind of interwoves and you will have all sort all many forms of this kind of embodied by one person so um I, I think you could definitely see a few of these in um abraham pipers but specifically i think one gets to the heart of what he's trying to communicate um you have ethical nihilism or moral nihilism which reject the possibility of absolute moral or ethical values Good and evil are vague, and related values are simply the result of social and emotional pressures. And then you have existential nihilism, which is the most well-known view, and it affirms that life has no intrinsic meaning or value, which is exactly, exactly what Abraham Piper has communicated. That life has no, no, let's, let me see that again, has no intrinsic meaning. Nothing matters.
in other words. So Abraham Piper has embraced, at least in the very little, I would say, probably all four of those forms, but a definitely existential nihilism. So, uh, let's get into... Is it even possible for the universe one. to have a meaning for anything? So, he asked the question, is it possible to have life to have a meaning? Let's back that up. Right? Is it possible for the universe to have a meaning? I mean, I, I don't know what he keeps meaning by the universe. Is he talking about the world we live in? or Because he, al he, already, he already used the universe as kind of this emb almost embodied as this personal being earlier. So I don't know if he's using it in that context or, or what. So <laughs> depends how he's using that phrase, right? So this is the question he asks. Is it possible for the universe to have a meaning? I would argue the um, right the the answer is either yes or no, right? If you say yes, well, obviously come to your conclusion. But if you say no, does the answer even matter? <laughs> you know, so I, I find one answer consistent. The other is this very contradictory. Impossible for the universe to have a meaning. For anything to matter, we have to matter to ourselves first, and if why? 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 <laughs> why does the? Why does if anything matters, then I have to matter first? It's a very narcissistic, uh, you know, man-centered way of looking into the question itself, because it starts with you. And guess what? If it starts with you, then how could something matter prior to your existence, or matter prior or after your existence? It's it's, it's a very man-centered. Look at me, uh, starting point. All matter to ourselves, then there can't be one single ultimate meaning. Here's a like I said, I, I, I reject the starting point. So you you assert you started on a assertion that I believe is false from its beginning. Question to explore all this: Is it okay to not live for the ultimate meaning in the universe? I would argue no. Because, well, I'll, I'll, let me answer it from his perspective. From his perspective. Um, it really doesn't matter, <laughs> pardon the pun, because if that thing doesn't make you happy, then who cares about it, right? But if you're not the center of the universe, if you're not the ultimate, you know, uh, you know, meaning of the universe, or it's not to start or end with your agreement or disagreement with it, then yeah, you're still obligated to live for the ultimate meaning in the universe, regardless of how you feel for it. Yes, then it's not ultimate. It's alongside whatever I choose to be about instead. I would agree with with what he's saying. You know, if you say yes, then it's not ultimate. So, like, if you can just disregard the ultimate meaning, then it's not ultimate, which I totally agree with what he's saying right here. If no, then what motivates me? Every promise or threat that could possibly be made to motivate us to care about ultimate meaning proves that it doesn't exist. Because, Like I said, the whole the whole premise here is wrong. It's, he's starting on the point that he needs to be motivated <laughs> right like well what do i get out of it kind of thing you know like who, who cares what you get out of it it's the ultimate meaning it doesn't need your approval or disapproval i, I mean it's still gonna be obligated to you it's like asking the question how am i what what's the obligation for me not to murder what do i get out of it you know <laughs> i could tell what you get for breaking the law but <laughs> 
I mean, who cares in one sense if you agree with it or not? It's still, you know, obligated for you to follow. The way to motivate us is with our own personal desires outside of that meaning. Yeah, so there you go. So in his worldview, there would have to be multiple um, personal, multiple objective or ultimate meanings because everyone is motivated by different personal things, which would get to his conclusion. There is no ultimate meaning. And even to further on that, it doesn't matter if there's no ultimate meaning for anybody. Threatening hell for not believing in the Christian God proves that it's our own fear of pain. Well, first of all, it's not a, not a threat. The Christian God does not threat hell, you know, if you don't believe in me. That's not why people go to hell. People go to hell for breaking God's law. And it's, it's not that God's throwing hell like, if you don't believe in me, this is what I'll do, as he tries to make it seem. Because God's trying to get kind of pain compliance to motivate you. That's, that's a very uh, misconstrued way of uh, reading the Bible. Motivates us. We are the most fundamental things that matter to ourselves. Even if we... You see how sin makes it all about I? Uh, I think it was... I, I'm sure he got it from somewhere, but, you know... I heard first heard it from, from Shailen, you know, all sin got I in the middle of it, you know. That's so true. Sin turns us into narcissist beings to where we be are be selfish and everything revolves around us. And that's what Abraham Piper loves. I mean, that's what he wants. If the Christian God exists, he must be about me first. Used to behave that something else is more valuable than us. We're doing it because it's what we feel like doing. So we're still what matters most to ourselves. That's no, because it would be doing it because he matters most to us. We still are to die to ourselves daily. You see, this is so backwards from the Christian, Christian theology. Because he's even making Christian theology about the glory of God and him being the prime motivation man-centered. So yeah, if you can, you can man-center anything. <laughs> you can, I mean, it's, it's a perversion of the Christian teaching, but sure can't be one ultimate meaning if we're all our own meaning unless we're all instances of a vast universal self that's reimagining itself billions of times over just to see what it's like so that all our seemingly individualistic purposes actually add up to one single ultimate exploratory purpose i don't know we'll see actually <laughs> won't but it's interesting to imagine anyways <laughs> yeah that, that's what i was waiting for yeah uh there is no meaning. But if there is a meaning, the meaning is about every single one of us. But we'll see. Well, actually, we really won't because it doesn't matter in the first place. <laughs> oh, man. Nihilism is a... Um, it's a sad philosophy. It's a very sad philosophy. Um, let me read this here. Because Nietzsche, the one who made this philosophy popular um, or, you know, yeah, popularized or coined the term. Let me read this. Um, after an impressive career of literary and philosophical creativity, Friedrich Nietzsche lost all control of his mental faculties. Upon seeing a horse mistreated, he began sobbing uncontrollably and collapsed into a catonic state. One, I don't know why he was weeping because... Over, over the mistreatment because it really didn't matter. But look how he's living. He's living as if it does matter. Hmm. 
Michi died August 25th, 1900, diagnosed as utterly insane. He lost his mind. Man, it just reminds me of uh, Nebuchadnezzar, man. I don't know why. That, that just came to me right there. Just, you know, where God gave him over to his faculties. And, and that's what I believe that God is doing to Abraham Piper right now. I mean, to someone who's clearly smart. He's, I will grant that he's smarter than me. <laughs> but he's in a load of contradiction of life and, and you know, how he even lives. I believe that Abraham makes TikTok videos because he believes things matters. He lives inconsistently with what he just professed right there. Because if nothing matters, I mean, why why do anything? Why raise your kids, Abraham? Um, why go to work? Um, why why celebrate? Why live happily? Why seek and pursue the things you do if nothing matters? See, the Bible clearly teaches that all of life matters. And so, man, I pray that he would repent because he's in a philosophical <laughs> uh, nightmare, philosophical conundrum, you know. And so, but I hope this video was helpful for you guys, maybe exposing you to some more philosophical things that you may have not heard of or explored or known anyone to even believe something like this but um yeah I've, I've gone street preaching and encountered some people who've espoused these things i once you know heard someone express that you know nothing matters and um that people aren't born with any intrinsic value and i said to him if if people aren't born with any intrinsic value then a potato and a baby have the same kind of worth and he was like yeah that's right and i said so if i had one in my hand a baby and a potato which one would i which one would you be comfortable with me dropping and obviously smashing to pieces? And um, he stumbled because he knew he wouldn't live as he professed. And so that's one comforting thing. <clears throat> that's one comforting thing you should be encouraged when going out and doing apologetics. If we are, what is the contact point? And is that, that's the Imago Dei. All men are made in the image of God and God has written his law upon the hearts of men. Now, men suppress that, absolutely. But men are inconsistent. And they must borrow from the Christian worldview to promulgate their own worldview. We just saw that in that video there. And so, I hope this video was helpful. If you guys have any questions, please, please let me know. Leave a comment. Email me. Uh, make sure to like this video. Subscribe if you aren't. Until the next time, guys, grace and peace. Everybody